This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 127, Not Dead Yet. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2016. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Patreon. Support the Shattered Soul Stone. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a patron today. Patreon.com slash soulstone. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 127 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Wednesday, October 12th, and this is me, Jen, all by myself again, hopefully entertaining you with news about Diablo 3. So to get started, as we usually do with this show, I'm going to talk about what I've been up to in Diablo 3, and unfortunately I don't have very much to report, but it's not for lack of trying. I'm just not making any progress in Season 7 anymore, no matter what I do. Um, But I am trying, and I I made a tiny bit of progress there. Now, last show, I think I was... I'm certain I was talking about set dungeons and complaining about not being able to finish them and and all of that kind of thing. Um, I am still working on the... Is it Conqueror? I think so. Um, After Slayer, that portion of the season journey. I know the season is about to end. There's very little time left at the point when I'm recording this and by the time you hear it, season 7 is probably going to be over. So I don't think I'm going to actually achieve much more with this season and I'm looking forward to starting over with the new one. But to go along with what I've been saying, um, so what's new? Uh, I'm still working on trying to master the set dungeon for the Unhallowed Essence Demon Hunter set that was the Hadrig's Gift set for Season 7. And here's what I've tried so far in my efforts to shuffle around the variables in the hopes of making things work out. Um, I got rid of my follower because he wasn't helping me very much, so I did that. I started this uh, season trying to do this dungeon with a pet, with a wolf, and figured out that that's not actually helping me because the wolf is killing the little spiders before I could hit them with multi-shot. So I got rid of that. Figured out after that going in, you know, alone essentially with no pet and no follower, um, that the ring I was wearing had wrath on it, and that wasn't useful either because it was killing one or two of the first little spiders before I could hit them with the multi-shot. So I got rid of that, changed that out for another ring. Don't remember what ring it was. Might have been ring of the... uh, What's the word? Convection? Where it changes the... um, 
every it cycles through the elements. That one put a socket in that one, or had a socket in that one. I think I might have had a socket in that one, um, and tried again. Uh, switched out. I was using a one-handed crossbow of Natalia Slayer, and I actually had. Uh, I didn't have a crossbow on the other one, so I put a crossbow on the other one, took out the quiver that was in there. The quiver I was using since the beginning of the season because it had something on it that would increase your pet's skill, which is absolutely useless when I'm trying to do the set dungeon for this uh, for this build. So I got rid of that. Now I got two crossbows. Uh, used a Ramalani's Gift. I actually got two of them so far this season. I don't expect to see more. Never have seen one of these before in-game. Ever, ever, ever before. So I don't know what I did to get two at the same time or shortly after each other, but I did. Um, so I used that to put a socket in the second crossbow, which was not a Natalia's Slayer. Is that the right word uh, for the crossbow? Something else. It's um, not a set piece. It's a legendary. I can't remember what it is, but it seems to have worked out. Um, it turns out the crossbow had something on it that every time you hit an enemy it sort of pushes you backwards it's not doing a full vault like the skill for the demon hunter but it's like backing you up every time you hit an enemy so i figured out i didn't need the uh the vault skill as much because it kind of was giving me that so i took that out and exchanged it for i think the chakras i think is what i did i don't remember which um which one i put it on i don't know that it's that effective but that's what i tried <laughs> and um so i did that and i was starting to get a little bit faster through the set dungeon it has been like i know you got to finish it in four minutes and 30 seconds and I was taking about eight minutes, almost nine, at the start, and that wasn't very good at all. And that's without completing all of the objectives that you have to do. So with what I'd said, I went in and um, the ring, I put uh, an emerald, like a big emerald in there, hoping that would give me some more crit or something. And maybe I'd kill monsters faster. Well, I was killing monsters faster, but not quite fast enough. So I was... I, I can't kill the total amount in the 4 minutes and 30 seconds, and I also can't get 6 uh, hits of 20 monsters or more with the multi-shot either. The highest I've gotten is 5. That's as close as I've come to it so far, but again, I didn't kill all the monsters in time, or enough of the monsters in time, before the time limit ran out. And so that's kind of frustrating. And then I figured, okay, well, I'm gonna need more power, so what can I do? And somewhere in the middle of all this, I started messing around with Paragon points, trying to figure out, like, okay, so what can I change from what I'm doing to see if it'll give me more power or, you know, that kind of stuff. And tried a whole bunch of different things, and I'm not even really sure what I ended up with exactly. Um, but it seemed to help a little maybe sort of um and uh so i was starting to kill them i ended up putting uh taking out the gem that i put in the ring of confection i think it is and i put in a legendary gem i can't remember which one it was right now but it seemed to me it was i think it's pink kind of and it had something it's implied something about maybe hitting things with more power or something I thought, all right i'll try that and yeah, that's as far as I've gotten. So the closest I've come to completing that, or not completing, I have completed it, but of mastering the Unhallowed Essence set dungeon is five out of six, uh, hitting five out of six 
batches of 20 enemies with a single multi-shot. Uh, never dropping below 50% discipline, because I'm not using anything with discipline, so that made that pretty easy. That part pretty easy. Um, and the closest I've come to finishing it on time, I had 88 monsters left to kill that should have been killed before the time ran out. So that's where I'm at. I have no idea what to do differently, and it's really not going to matter anymore at this point, because the season's almost at an end. So, uh, you know, there's that. The other things I'm working on for this season that I don't expect I'll finish either are the, uh, the objective that wants you to hit a Greater Rift 40 and complete that. And the farthest I've gotten, as far as I can tell, is a 33 Greater Rift, and that was with a couple of attempts. But I got through that one. I think that one equates to roughly Torment 7 or something around there. And... I uh, didn't complete it with an excellent time or anything like that, didn't speed through it, kind of just made it, and had enough power after switching all the stuff around to do a little better than my previous attempt where I couldn't complete it before the timer ran out. So I've got some success, but not enough, and it's not enough to make me happy. I was really hoping to be able to... Well, I was hoping this season actually completes Slayer, because I've never done that before, and I've, I did it this season, and since there was time left, I thought, okay, well, I want to I master a set dungeon, and it's just not going to happen this season. And uh, not for trying. You know, I mean, I tried everything I could think of, short of pulling in some people for help, but um, it's not going to do me any good to have people help if I can't get... if I can't hit 20 monsters with multi-shot six times. I'm getting at the most five, and I think I did that once. And if I can't do that, then people helping me are not going to... It's not going to change the outcome, so I haven't enlisted the help of anyone just yet. But um, best I can do, and I'll try again next season to see how I do. Um, so like I said, I was working on the Greater Rifts, got as far as 33, got to get to 40, not seeing that really happen tonight or tomorrow, um, and I know we only got like just a short time before Season seven's done. I'm also trying to level up um, gems to 35, I think. I think you only have to get one up to 35 for the objective in Champion. Um, I've got one gem up to like 31, and this is the farthest I've ever accomplished in a season, ever. So I guess I'm doing okay. I mean, I, I'm not quite where I want to be um, in some ways. You know, I wanted to get a little bit farther through Champion. I'm happy I finished Slayer, and... Uh, that's about it, really. You know, I'm not going to get the... Uh, I'm not going to complete it enough to get the stash tab, which I really need. I've already started uh, taking legendaries over to the blacksmith to turn them into um, components. Oh, what's it called? The little thing that looks like fire. I really need this stuff in front of me, but I can't remember the words today. You guys know what I mean when you salvage stuff. So there's that. That's as far as I'm going to get. And uh, hopefully all of you listening to the sound of my voice right now have had a super successful season and are totally happy and got what you wanted out of it. But if not, there'll be another one right around the corner. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and do our quick little Audible ad as we do every show. Audible is the sponsor of Shattered Soulstone, and you can get a free 30-day trial with one book, one credit, one book, uh, 
for free if you'd like to. You can go to bit.ly slash soulstone2016 to get started. And then after that, you're probably going to want to go ahead and get a membership, especially if you're someone who likes listening to audiobooks as you're commuting or doing housework or yard work or whatever it is you do that you know doesn't involve your full attention at the same time. So um, there's a bunch of books. There's over 180,000 titles now. And with the membership, you get uh, you can get one credit per month or you can get additional credits per month for a slightly higher price, depending on your needs. And you can also get an electronic version of either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal as a member. So there's lots of stuff over there to check out. And you can do that after you're done listening to the show by going to bit.ly slash soulstone2016. So the next part, I'm going to go into our tweeters, and we only got a couple of tweets this show. So one of two things is going on here. One, uh, people are just not as interested in leaving us tweets as they were before, for whatever reason. Or two, I'm not seeing them because of whatever weirdness Twitter has set up. Um, so if, if you have sent a tweet to the show and I have not read it off or one of, one of the other hosts has not read it off in the you know, recent past here, let us know somehow. Um, maybe send an email instead because that seems to be getting through. But I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to leave out tweets or anything like that. It just seems like there's less. So I'll read the ones we got because these are cool. And uh, these all showed up uh, shortly after the release of the previous episode. So our first tweet is from at Leviathan D3, who tweeted, Sad to hear at the underscore Brasia leaving at Shattered Stone. Good luck with your future endeavors, sir. Hashtag Diablo. We got a response, sort of indirectly, um, to the tweet that I just read from Leviathan. And the tweet was from uh, Walkman8. And he tweeted uh, to Leviathan D3 at Leviathan D3 and uh, at the underscore Brasia and at Shattered Stone. And he said, damn it, spoilers with like four exclamation points. And he said, now I got to listen to it ASAP with like three exclamation points for that one. Um, in which Leviathan responded and uh to at Walkman 8 and said, uh, whoops, my bad. So that's kind of interesting. Um, it never would have occurred to me that that would be a spoiler. Probably didn't occur to Leviathan either. He was just trying to talk to Brasia, you know, and say good luck with your future endeavors. But that's what that's what happens. Um, if you've skipped the last show, you should go back and take a listen to that so you can hear Brasia talk about uh, why he's leaving the show. And um, I'll assume that maybe the rest of you have already heard that one and we won't need to reiterate something you've already heard about. So before I dive into the emails, I'm going to remind everyone that we are running a Patreon campaign where you can help support the show. You can become a patron of the Shattered Soulstone by going to patreon.com soulstone and making a monthly pledge. Each and every pledge is greatly appreciated. So thank you to those of you that are patrons. And moving on to the email. We have a fantastic email from Run Rum Club, who seems to be writing us really creative and interesting things. So here's his email, and I'll respond to it, I guess, as we go along. Rum Club writes, Aloha again. Ah, Brazia's announcement was so very sad to hear. He's been a comforting presence and enjoyable to listen to. I understand needing to make hard decisions as life requires it. I've been there. I wish him well and optimistically look forward to occasionally hearing his voice as a guest. 
as do I. If he ever wants to, you know, and we said last show, raise your nose. If he ever wants to pop on as a guest, we can totally make that happen. Rum Club continues. Thanks for sharing my email again. I'm glad some of my comments added to the conversation. And there's a little smiley face after that. With respect to the discussion of different class types, you discussed briefly about the healing class concept. I'm on the fence about this as it reminds me of MMO-style gameplay. I never played WoW, but did invest a ton of time with COHCOV. I do not know what that is, but I'm assuming some of you do. Um, So you'll know more about this than me. But in any case, I'm assuming it's an MMO, and we'll move on from there. Rum Club continues. I ran a clan and was always the healer. It's a lot of fun. The only way I can see a D3 healer class work is if it was a pets build type. The pets would have to have a shifted level of power or damage in battle while the player skill was in the healing slash buff slash debuff needs. This could work for both solo and group play, but it would require a ton of balance work. Solo, you heal your minions. Group, you heal everyone in range. So perhaps a Valkyrie class. Summon Norse heroes slash horses slash ravens and heal them, fulfilling them their mythology of battlefield determinants of who lives and who dies. They could be vitally based, meaning, vi- I'm sorry, could be vitality based and use mead as a resource, smiley face, all female with wings and never touch the ground. That's pretty interesting concept right there. I, I like the uh, what I think the art would look like of that. I, I think that'd be kind of neat. Um, Valkyrie classes and Norse and all of that. That's Would the Norse stuff fit into D3? I don't know. Why not? They mix in a lot of other things. So it's that's kind of cool, though. You know, it's kind of cool. I don't think anyone's ever mentioned something like a pet build Valkyrie class healer for D3. And as far as, uh, to jump into your email a little bit, as far as it being an MMO-style gameplay with a healer class... There's speculation all over the place that maybe there will be a Diablo 4 that is an MMO type thing. So perhaps if uh, if anyone from Blizzard is listening and they are working on that kind of stuff, perhaps they'll take Rum Club's idea into account. I'm going to move on with Rum Club's email here. I didn't hear a question of the show. Did I miss it? I'll anticipate what's on the mind of others. Winter. I mean, season's end is coming, and we must prepare ourselves. What's on your mind in anticipation of season eight and BlizzCon? He shares what he's going to do. He says, I'm going to take some time to sift through my non-season gear and current season seven stash. Do some fall cleaning to prepare for the nightmare that is the post-season email. This does lead me to a feature slash wish list for season eight for the next patch. Well, before we go into that, I'll answer... Uh, the questions here. There was no question of the show uh, last time around. I think we just didn't think of one or it didn't occur to us to make one. So you didn't miss anything. And uh, I do think that you are anticipating what's on the mind of others as far as what are you going to do for Season 8 and and BlizzCon. As for me, um, I'm looking forward to Season 8 because I want to try again. I feel like I'm kind of stuck in Season 7 and unable to progress as much as I'd like to. So that's me uh, anticipating Season 8. I... I have so much junk in the stash. All this stuff, everything I get that's like legendary or above ends up in there if I can find a place to put it. And I've only like salvaged a few things for space, but mostly to put something newer and cooler in there instead. So I'm not really emptying that stash out too much. And I'm going to end up with that postseason email with more stuff than I can handle. And if I remember correctly, my... um, 
softcore stash, because I'm playing a softcore seasonal character right now. My softcore stash is pretty darn full on its own, so this is going to be, you know, the in between season seven and season eight is going to be, you know, a little era of tough choices for me as I try to figure out what to get rid of and what what to keep, and you know, how many set pieces do I really need of the same type and <laughs> all this stuff. I don't know what to do with the multitude of legendary gems I've got that I never leveled and that there's, you know, I've got two or three or four of them now. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna be spending a lot of time sorting that out. I guess fall cleaning is a good, a, a good way to put that, you know, get all the stuff out of the mail, figure out what to do with it and move on. As far as BlizzCon, um, I have gone in the past, I'm not going this year. Part of it is health reasons, as most of you know. Uh, my health is really bad because I have horrible allergies and other things, so um, I'm not going to be able to manage BlizzCon this year. Um, who knows about the future? I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there, but I'm um, not intending... I'm not going to be going to BlizzCon. I've not bought a ticket. I've not done any of those things. Um, I have not yet purchased the digital BlizzCon, for lack of a better phrase. I don't know if I'm gonna or not. It depends on what I'm doing that week and how much work I have and all of those good kinds of things, but... I will be, um, you know, hoping all of you who are going have a great time because I know it can be incredibly fun and it's just so nice to hang out with people in person that you've played with in game. You know, that's always great. So uh, that's where I'm at on Season 8 in BlizzCon. And I'm going to pick up Rum Club's email where I left off. So he continues with, This does lead me to a feature, slash, or feature wish slash request for Season 8 for, or the next patch. I call it the Hall of Hoarding. I love the sound of this already. <laughs> he goes on to say, Okay, I'll admit it. I'm a card-carrying lifetime member of the Hoarders Club. I want to keep everything with special stats or graphics, regardless if it will ever be used in gameplay. If I find something unique, I want it forever. Yes, I know we have transmogrifying abilities and the cube to retain unique powers. I just want to have a place that I can store one of everything. I want a special display for sets. If items are retired from gameplay, lock it down in the hall so we can still have a way to revisit historic items we have collected. For a season for a season slash non-season feature. The hall would lock down everything pre-existing to the current season. You add your items as the season commences. At the season's end, Boom! It's all there already! Less to email slash sort later. The interface could be similar to either the Mystic Transmogrify menu or the Kanai's Cube. Whatever. Just be full screen. And I want to be able to see it all. If done properly, this could replace the stash as we know it and the need for tabs. Am I alone on this? Smiley face. Of course you're not alone on this rum club. I'm right there with you. That would be great. The hall of hoarding. Here is all the stuff you amassed <laughs> as you've played from, you know, whenever they start this to forever, I guess, <laughs> until the end of the game. I think that would be really cool. And I think um, it would be neat because I know I've got some stuff from like the early days probably in there somewhere. I think, I don't know, maybe at some point I got rid of items that were level 60, like when level 60 was the highest level you could go to. I think I finally got rid of them for space, but if the transmogrify, which we have in game, you know, it, it knows everything you're, you've picked up amongst all of your characters, it does split it softcore, hardcore, but um, if you've picked it up by them, it's in the transmog somewhere. Couldn't they use something like that? And again, 
I don't know anything about coding. I've never tried to make a game. Maybe this is impossible, but um, it seems like they could just take everything you've you've always had or ever had picked up or used or had in your stash and stick it in this hall of hoarding where you can just go and look at all your loot. And doesn't this feel very D3? I mean, from the beginning, it was all about the loot, you know? from right from the start of the earliest iteration of Diablo so I think this is perfect I think this is a great idea I hope somebody at Blizzard is listening and that they will maybe pick up on this idea too because oh my gosh could this solve so many problems first one obviously being that gigantic email of stuff you get at the end of a season that you now have to figure out what to keep and what to get rid of and make all those difficult choices that I'm not good at (laughs) with this game I want to keep everything too just like Rum Club does but in addition it would solve the problem of, you know, how to get more stash space. You know, your stuff would just sort of shuffle on into that hall of hoarding and you could at least look at it and uh, maybe transmog or maybe take pieces out, you know, shift them in and out or something if you wanted to use them again, whatever. However that ends up working out. I think that would solve that problem. And in addition, I've noticed on forums that there are a number of people who do not like to play Seasons. And I think I went over a forum post in a previous show here where someone was saying that they felt forced to play Seasons because they wanted the extra stash space and the only way to get it was to get through enough of the season. I think it's changed as time's gone on, but enough of it to unlock that new that new tab. This Hall of Hoarding would solve that problem entirely because it would just keep everything you had for you automatically you know, whether you were playing season or not. So this is a fantastic idea. Maybe you should submit this to somebody at Blizzard or something like that to see what they think, because I love it. I think it's a great idea. Uh, To finish out Rum Club's email, he says this, For BlizzCon, just dangle a carrot in front of me. D4 teaser, D3 expansion slash new character type. I'm even okay with an HD Diablo 1 half experience. Uh, New features would be fun, sure. However, I'd like to have something to look forward to on a larger scale for the franchise. Okay, gotta go. Surf's up. Thanks again for all you do. See you in the rift, Rum Club. Thank you, Rum Club, for a fantastic email with so many creative ideas for Diablo in it. Um... Yeah, as far as BlizzCon, I have no idea what they're going to do in regards to the Diablo franchise. There's been some, you know, I think they've mentioned that uh, this is, what, the 20th anniversary of Diablo, or it's, I don't know, something like that. They keep mentioning that sort of thing, and that leads me to believe there might be something connected that's new. I don't know what it'll be. Um, a D4 teaser would probably make a lot of people happy. Even if they don't love everything they see, they'll at least know, hey, there's something going on with the game. But at the same time, if a D4 thing comes out or is promised, people are going to immediately assume that D3 is dead and (laughs) that nothing more will be done to it. Although we're seeing some things happen. I don't know. Um, It's going to be interesting. And... All we can do right now is speculate until the information about BlizzCon comes out. But the speculation can be fun as long as you don't, like, take it for, like, this is absolutely what will happen kind of thing, you know? But I don't know. I kind of think they got to do something for us. They got to, like, give us something, as as Rum Club said, just dangle a carrot in front of me. <laughs> Anything new with Diablo franchise would be welcomed. 
And if you out there listening would like to share your thoughts about Diablo 3, you can do that a couple of ways. You can tweet us at Shattered Stone on Twitter, or you can send us an email, uh, show at ShatteredSoulStone.com, and we'll pick it up and put it into the next show. Okay, so I've got a few um, pieces of news. Some of this you may have seen, some of this you may not. It all depends on how closely you pay attention to the news in general with Diablo stuff. The first one was posted on September 29, and it is called Developer Chronicles, and it's talking about eras, and it was written by Wyatt Chang. And there's been some changes to eras as time has gone on and so he kind of covers this a little bit to summarize and i will put the link into the show notes where you can find all the other links to everything else that i talk about in the show and you know that's typically what we try to do is you can find it yourself if you want um but basically what this says is that originally eras were for players who did not want to play season but did want a fresh leaderboard to climb. And Era served the purpose of preventing the problem of having a person who no longer plays Diablo 3 at the top of the leaderboard. You know, if it refreshes and that person's gone and doesn't want to come back, they're not going to be at the top anymore. Somebody else will be. So that makes sense. Wyatt Chang goes on to basically summarize that the con- that concern of having the guy that doesn't play stuck at the top of the leaderboard that no one can move um, isn't as valid now after a bunch of changes that were made, and some of these changes include item buffs between season patches, paragon levels affecting things, you know, that sort of thing. So they are going to stop advancing the era count every time a new season occurs. They were doing that for a while. Instead... They are looking to move eras to be 6 to 12 months in length. So to summarize, as Wyatt Chang puts it, seasons are for those who want a reoccurring fresh experience. Eras should represent periods of time closer to a year. So that's what's in that post. And it's kind of interesting um, to look at. I get why they're changing it in terms of they made eras the way they are before a number of changes came into the game, and they're responding to those changes. But the concept that eras are going to be 6 to 12 months in length could kind of freak out some people, because anytime you say, here's this thing in the game, and we're not going to change it for 6 months to a year, you kind of get people going, oh well, D3's dead, they're not going to make anything new, and that kind of stuff. But, I don't know, I mean, I think... um, I think this might be a good thing because if you don't like seasons, if you feel that starting over every you know couple of months uh, from scratch is just not your thing, you could play a nice long era of six months to a year and work on it that amount of time and see how far you could get without feeling rushed because, hey, it's going to end soon the same time the season does. Um, you know, so that might be something people like. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. They haven't... I don't think they've initiated this yet, but it seems to be something that's coming up. And then on September 30th, another piece of news here. Nevelistus posted Season 7 ending soon. Some of you may know this, some of you don't. Kind of important if you don't know this. So here's uh, the most important portions of that uh, blog post. Season 7 is going to be ending on October 14th at 5 o'clock p.m. PDT for the North America servers. Um, It's going to end October 14th, 5 o'clock p.m. CEST for Europe, and October 14th at 5 o'clock p.m. KST for Asia. Season 8 is going to begin 
uh, on October 21st for everyone. For North America, it'll be October 21st at 5 p.m. PDT. Europe, it'll be October 21st, 5 p.m. CEST. And for Asia, it'll be October 21st, 5 o'clock p.m. KST. Um, now, I saw some... I tend to skim the comments. I don't normally advise people to read the comments section on anything, but I do read some of it if it's you know on a blue post for... Diablo 3 because sometimes you get some interesting concepts going through there and so what I've noticed this time is some people are upset because they feel that season 7 was not quite 3 months and I guess they feel kind of cheated or shorted on this because it's a little bit shorter than it should have been um, other people are pointing out that 3 months would take the end of season 7 right smack dab in the middle of BlizzCon and that's less than ideal because obviously the whole company's attention is going to be on BlizzCon that weekend. And if they, you know, change the season right in the middle and something goes wrong, it's hard to say who's going to be there to fix it. And you also don't want, as a company, I would guess, you don't want to be releasing things at BlizzCon and saying, hey, look at all this great stuff we have and have news come through the internet and social media about, hey, your game crashed, it didn't work or it's it's buggy or something's really wrong and no one's here to fix it. So they can't really launch a season in the middle of BlizzCon, whether you're going or not. I mean, it's going to affect somebody who's home playing, possibly me, <laughs> probably other people. Um, so, I mean, they can't quite... That's why they couldn't do Season 7 the full three months, or so people think, in the comment section. And the other thing people are upset about, this goes back to that you know, overriding concept that, oh, D3's dead, nothing's being done, that concept. Um, people, or at least a couple of people in the comment section for that post about Season 7 ending, they were upset because, at least at the time the blog was posted, there was no information that a PTR or any new content was going to be added to Season 8. And they wanted that because that indicates new things and stuff changing and, you know, gear being altered and you know, all that stuff, and they're not seeing that happening. But again, I'm kind of thinking perhaps everybody at Blizzard is real busy with BlizzCon planning, and so they didn't, you know, put in the effort to put a PTR for D3 right before the season that starts right before BlizzCon. So it could be that, but this is kind of making people, you know, it's it's giving the group that already believes that they're seeing signs of the ultimate, you know, demise of D3, that this is just one more reason. Oh no, no, no new stuff, no PTR, oh no, it's over. I don't know, we're getting a season eight, there's something, um, but we'll just have to see what happens. But I personally think a lot of these complaints come down to, well, it's BlizzCon and they kind of need to focus on that. Um, and then there was another group in there that are unhappy that seasons are short. They feel three months is short. And um, they don't like that time frame. They'd like it to be a lot longer. And their reasoning is they personally have busy lives. They don't have a lot of time to play. Maybe they're working a lot. Maybe they have uh, a large family with a bunch of kids to take care of. You know, it could be, you know, anything, whatever it is. This group of people feels that they don't have a lot of time to play. And as such, they feel disadvantaged because, you know, they're essentially competing against players that do have a ton of time to play. So this group wants the seasons to be longer. Hey Shattered Soulstone fans, Sean here, your faithful Dawnforge editor. Due to a technical problem with Jen's original recording, we lost a few minutes of audio here. So when the show picks back up, if it sounds a little disjointed, that's the reason why. 
and our apologies for any inconvenience there. And neither is anyone else in that same position. So I guess um, there might be a way to obtain... There's generally a way to kind of get some of the new BlizzCon items after BlizzCon or during BlizzCon. If you're going, you know, get in line for the store and buy whatever is there that you want that's still there. Um, if you have a friend that's going, you could say, hey, pick me up one of these and I'll pay you for it. You know, and sometimes, you know, people that do podcasts are picking up prizes and stuff like that. Um, and uh, so sometimes you could, you know, get that from people that are doing giveaways. But like this sneak peek thing, I think a lot of people feel is like the best chance to get it. And that's kind of gone. And they limited it to um, just people that are going to BlizzCon, which, you know, it's fair. They can do that. So if you missed it, you missed it. But there might still be a chance somewhere out there. And this brings me to the big news of the day, which is... Actually, before I get into the big news of the day, which you probably already know what it is, um, do you follow the Diablo account on Twitter? It's at Diablo. You might want to do it. They've been posting some strange things lately, and people are just so hungry for news about new stuff with Diablo, whether it's more Diablo 3 stuff, whether it's an expansion, whether it's Diablo 4, whether it's like an updated remake of Diablo 1 or, you know, an MMO. People are just starving for information on this, so they're taking any little thing that the Diablo account posts and trying to craft around it, going, hmm, what does this indicate? What does it mean? What does it mean? And we won't know until BlizzCon, but it's just kind of, some of the stuff is kind of fun. So the Diablo account posted this thing and said this is just for fun and won't appear in the game, but we're curious, what new legendary power, power would you give this item? And the item, and this was posted on October 6th, the item is called the Bottomless Potion of Pumpkin Spice, and it's an orange, you know, one of those, um, you know, potion vials, it's orange. It has an orange liquid in it, and it says legendary potion, instantly restores 60% of life, and the, uh, the rest of what it can do, it says, applies pumpkin fever haste, increasing speed, and causing jitters for five seconds. It has a cooldown of 30 seconds, and the flavor text on this non-existent item that they're playing around with says, As the humble barista looked upon his creation, the unholy union of a gourd and a seasoning, he realized it would soon spread to all edible things. It was only a matter of time. So this fun little thing, you know, was something they threw out there for fun. But people did answer with what they thought this thing should do. And possibly the best one comes from someone who responded uh, with the Twitter account, at Jack Wild, who said, Monsters sometimes turn into pumpkins and explode when you run over them. And he used a little pumpkin emoji. And the Diablo account responded back, that totally sounds like something this would do. So I don't know, man. Are they going to put something like this in game anyway? And they're just testing? Are they just playing? What are they? Do what are they doing? And now I'm wondering what's going on with the Diablo account and how it relates to stuff that could be in the game. See, just like that, it doesn't take much at all now, does it? Um, so that's kind of neat. Somebody else, uh, Nightly Zach at uh, Nightly, like you know, K N Nightly, says uh, that this item sh should uh, have a pumpkin companion that has to chase to make enemies be feared of you after a certain amount of time goes by or after kills. A little pumpkin running around, <laughs> that'd be kind of neat. Um, several people really want this thing to appear in-game, and I don't know if they would do it, but it sounds kind of fun, you know? And there's some artwork in here. Um, 
I don't know where the artwork came from, so I'm not sure. But people kind of, like, they really responded to this. And, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes if you get enough response, maybe they'll appear in game somewhere. <laughs> maybe. They did say it's not coming into game, but, you know, can you see a barbarian with this pumpkin spice potion and, you know, raging and killing everything in his path with, like, a pumpkin bouncing around behind him. I mean, it would be fun, right? Kind of fits into D3 with, like, pumpkins and scary things, so... Anyway, so the big news that some of you may have already known about was released today by Tivlar on the Diablo uh, news uh, at Battle.net, and it says, First Look Season 8 Journey. Now, we knew we were getting one of these because we knew Season 8 was coming soon. That had already been announced, so it does have um, a bunch of information about... Uh, what to expect from Season 8, and it's got some information about if you've not played a season before and you want to know kind of, all right, what happens now as far as leaderboards and stash and stuff, it does talk to, you know a little bit in there about that. But for those of you that have played several seasons and already know that stuff, um, this is kind of what they're introducing for this. So there's going to be some new cosmetic rewards. I haven't found too many cosmetic rewards. I'm not done hunting them all down, but some of you are. So there's some new ones coming in here. And um, there's also a portrait series inspired by the Burning Hells. And it kind of looks like a flaming pentagon scratched into the ground or something. It's it's kind of cool. It would match the Burning Hells decor quite well. Um, so <laughs> there's that for a portrait frame, a series of those. They've got a new pair of quote wings. Uh, from one of Diablo 2's most iconic villains, the Maiden of Anguish, Andariel. So it says, once you equip them, enjoy shouting, Die, maggot, at your enemies, or chasing one of your wizard friends while they ineffectually attempt to cast a meteor on you over and over again. Ah, the memories, so saith Tiflar as he wrote this thing. And it's kind of weird. It's got these, like, tentacle things, you know, instead of, like, typical-looking wing wings. has these tentacles. And I'm wondering what's up with Andariel, because didn't they, like, did they add her to Heroes? I'm not sure about that. Um, seems odd to suddenly have it be something from D2, and what does this mean in terms of the future of the game? I have no idea. Um, in addition to that, if you uh, have been playing the seasons, you know that every season offers two pieces of a what I think of as the transmog set, so you could pick up two more pieces of that, depending on where you're at in that kind of thing. There's going to be new season journey rewards, and it says, uh, if you want to get the storage space... <laughs> This is what you're going to need to do. Um, it says uh, in here, if you've been playing the past few seasons diligently and reached Conqueror in the season journey each time, you've accrued a few extra stash tabs. Doing the same in Season 8 will unlock another one, giving you a potential 10 stash tabs in total. So here's my question of the show. Are you someone that has obtained all 10 stashes? I don't know. Is there anyone listening that has done that? I think I got one one time when it wasn't set to conquer, but um, who's got all ten? I'd love to hear from you and how you managed to achieve this exactly. So that's the question of the show. Um, I guess, do you have ten stash tabs? Or actually, I guess it'd be nine, which this would give you ten. Do you have them all? How many stash tabs do you have? And, uh, you know, just send it something about that. I want to know where everybody's at on that kind of thing. So that'll be the question of the show. Um, so here's what you got to do in Season 8 if you want to get an, another stash tab to give you 10. Um, this is what it'll be. Complete a Torment 13 Rift in under 5 minutes. Complete Greater Rift 60 solo. Kill Greed on Torment 13. Kill Izual on Torment 13 in under 30 seconds. 
Reforge a legendary or set item. Augment two ancient items with level 40 or greater legendary gems. Level three legendary gems, 255, and complete two conquests. So I don't think I'll be doing that, but you never know. Um, <laughs> I'll try if I get there. It's a lot of stuff. And then they've got some new conquests that they're adding in. So if you're, you know, not thrilled with what the previous uh, incarnations were, there's there's a little graphic I'll throw into the show notes that says what, you know, what the what they are, and you can kind of try to push for those. Um, Hadrig's Gift, you have to complete chapters 2, 3, and 4 of the season journey. You get three Hadrig's Gifts to open. Each gift gives you a couple pieces of whatever your class set is for that season. Um, so, you know, that's that's pretty standard, I think. You know, I think they kind of did that last time, but they are still doing Hadrig's Gift, which is nice. And here's a quick list of what the Hadrig's Gift will be for Season 8. For Barbarians, it will be the Immortal King's Call. For the Crusader, it will be the Seeker, Seeker of the Light set. Demon Hunter, Natalia's Vengeance. For Monks, it'll be Uliana's Stratagem. For the Witch Doctor, it's going to be Spirit of Araker. A-R-A-C-H-Y-R. I'm going to guess that's how it said. And for the wizard, it will be Vry's Amazing Arcana. So that's what it is. So you can kind of go through, um, you know, go through, see what you've picked up, see what you've, you know, obtained previously, and uh, figure out which one of these you don't have and maybe pick your character from that. As for me, uh, well, I'm not sure. Um, I do switch off from hardcore to softcore every season, so season 8 will be a hardcore season for me. And I think think, you know, I've, I've done the Demon Hunter this season. I want to switch to something else, and I feel like it's been a while since I've played a Barbarian. So I'm going to go with the Barbarian. I'm going to try to do that season rebirth on the one Barbarian I have that is hardcore. I've got two in softcore. Um, I've got quite a few Barbarians, as it turns out. <laughs> it's, I mean, some of you have more, but I've got three. Um, so I'm going to try the hardcore one and start her over at season rebirth and see how far I can get with that. And it's kind of like I originally when the game first started I kind of switched off mostly between the demon hunter and the barbarian because I like how different the two classes are where one's kind of ranged and you gotta you know use a lot of skill and kite demons around through you know traps and sentry totems and all that good stuff and with the barbarian you get to smash stuff and sometimes that's just what you need you know and and uh, we're going through a stressful time here in this election, as we do every election in the United States. So why not smash stuff at the start of the season? That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it in hardcore, and we'll see where we go. And that's going to bring it to the end of the show. So again, if, um, you know, if, if you have something to say, you want to answer the question of the show, which once again is... How many stash tabs do you have? Um, you know, just let us know about that or any stories you want to tell us about how you got those or whatever works for you. Let us know um, and we'll share it on the next show. So I'm going to close this out here. You have been listening to episode 127 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulstone.com. Want to join us in game? Join our in-game community 
aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. This show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. And we love Twitter, so come and join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at Queen of Haiku. Lantonio is at Lantonio. Um, I can't remember Vesper's email I'm s- or Twitter. I'm sorry, Vesper. Um, <laughs> and, but you can find us there. And if all else fails, just find us in game. We're all happy to talk to people in game. We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. So thank you for listening. Until next time, from me and on behalf of everybody else here at Shattered Soul Stone, keep on wondering what's going to happen next and if D3 is dead. Thanks for listening to this presentation of Dawnforge Productions, copyright 2016. Find us online at thedawnforge.com.